I am so excited to be here, Britt. Thank you for having me. Hi, Bella. Yes, Rosner. Yes, yes. Okay, so Taibala was actually a name that was given to me from my parents in the Jewish religion. Come to find out that it's not even an actual Jewish name and it, it has multiple meanings. It means like goodly and like do, uh, doing good or something like that, but it's not an actual name. However, I was given that name, but I went by Danielle my whole life. And during my like awakening and my commitment to doing like internal work and the work that I take my clients through, I had this moment of like this, yeah, this like realization of like the message and the impact that I'm here to make on this planet. Like Danielle is it's I'm so grateful for Danielle but it's it's not potent enough like you are big you are bold you are meant for greatness you are destined for greatness you're here to make a fucking massive impact and it's like it was like a rebirth almost of myself that's what it felt like this I had this like initiation of this like new awareness of rem a remembrance is what it was a remembrance of who I of who I am who I be what I was here to do and I just felt like Taibala came forward and I was like that's it like that is the representation of this rebirth and so blessed for Danielle and everything she's been through Scott she's gotten me to hear but it was just like Taibala and it felt like a, this like inner knowing of like, yes, let's do it. And like, I just made the decision like that. I woke up with this realization. I was like, we're doing it. And the next day I was just like, hi, I'm Tybala. <laughs> like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Who says? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
I love that you, that you, thank you so much for that. And I love that you brought awareness to like this act of rebellion because it, there, there was like the duality, right? It was this duality of like, and also what you're saying, a weight carries so much name, uh, a name carries so much weight, excuse me. And yes, that is true. And then I also realized I over identify with Danielle. Like I had this persona, like who Danielle was and everything she had been through. And I gave so much identity, so much of an identity and meaning to Danielle. So it was like this freedom of like, it was like this rebirth, right? So I had this duality of like rebirth power. You get to reinvent yourself. Like this is who you be. And simultaneously, who the fuck says I can't like with these rules and conditioning, what society says, like you are the creator and the creatrix of your life. You have, like, you are a sovereign being. You get to decide how you want to live your life, how you want to show up, the thoughts you get to choose. And there's layers to this. We'll cover that in this podcast as well. And it was like this liberation sense of freedom of like, I get to decide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Fuck yeah, Sarah, fuck yes. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, so for the last couple of years, I was focusing solely as a woman's embodiment coach and ultimately helping women find their own voice, their self-expression, connecting to their sensuality and really helping women understand that you know, sensuality is linked these days to sexuality, which is still very taboo. However, sensuality does not need to mean sexuality. Sensuality is the platonic relationship that we have with our senses. So it's really bringing active presence to sense and our sight and touch and smell and taste, like things like that. And you find that when you really bring awareness to these things, you start to fall in love with life. You start to have a deep appreciation for life, a deep appreciation for your body, right? And so throughout the process of working with women, I help them develop that and then move into more of this like sacred sexuality essentially treating your body as a sacred temple, honoring and revering the feminine, right? So that was my work for a long time. And many of the clients that were coming to me were coaches, mentors, healers, entrepreneurs. And I have found that through my mentorship, I was doing that work. And then they were also asking me questions about how to build a business. And I got this like aha moment of like, you're a business coach. And I actually started my business um, five and a half years ago doing network marketing multi-level marketing. And I was helping women build an online business, just utilizing another company's products. So I had this aha moment of like, you're a business coach. And instead of teaching people how to just be in the hustle grind, work your ass off, 
wounded masculine energy, which is what a lot of the world is right now, bring in the, the embodiment, bring in the understanding, the energetics of the masculine and feminine energy, show women that they don't have to work nine hours a day, hustle and grind, show them what the world of quantum physics and metaphysics and being a vibrational match for things and slowing down and connecting, right? So that's essentially what I am. I'm a wealth and business mentor and I help coaches build some multiple six and seven figures with 50% strategy and systems and 50% energetics and, and like fucking feeling good right? You're meant to feel good. So bringing that element into business. Hmm. We get to, we get to, we get to be. Wow. Mm -hmm. So powerful. Mm. Yeah. And I first want to just like honor, honor you in the self mastery of your intuition and trusting yourself and using your, your into your body as an inner compass. That's a journey for a lot of women. And, and it's still a journey. And then I recently learned something. Um, I mean, like I knew this, but it was articulated beautifully that just about 50 years ago was the first time that women were actually allowed to have a checking account separate of the husbands, right? That was 50 years ago, right? However many years ago, we were able to vote for the first time there. So we, women have been considered a noun property for thousands of years, not a verb, right? Like pro we've been property. We have not been able to think for ourselves. We've not been able to have a say in most things. This is recent. So because of that programming, right? There's like, there's been like two ways essentially that most women will categorize it. Cause like the, the feminism movement came and it's like, I don't need a fucking man. I don't need anybody. I fucking got this. I'm going to take care of myself, which is not true. We need each other. We're interdependent beings, right? We are independent and codependent on each other. 
So when we have this, I don't need a man, I could do it all on my own. That is wounded. That's wounded masculine energy. And then there's other women that like, um, are help, like the helpless or like damsel in distress. I don't have a say. I'm just exactly what you want me to be and fit into that mold. So there's like two ways, which is also wounded, right? So it's like, there's two ways that a lot of women were going down. And now we're coming back into this, like, okay, we know that we get to work together and, or the women, like we want to be treated. We want to be seen as equals. We want to be paid the same. We want to be taken seriously. And, you know, we're actually, no one's meant to be working in an office for eight hours a day, like biologically, we're not meant to be women in particular also, like that's not what we're meant to be and covered up in a corporate suit. Like we are, that's right. So we are, um, we are covering up our like feminine essence, which is to have life, this beautiful life force energy, our creative energy that we birth into this world. We're meant to receive, we're meant to slow down. We're meant to be this free flow, really listening to that, our, our compass, you know, and uh, it's really difficult nowadays to even hear that, you know, but between the programming of society, what people are telling us, your parents, their, your friends, what everyone's saying, sometimes it's really hard to hear what is, right? What is that? What is my intuition? What is fear? I don't know. And a lot of women that come into my world who have found their feminine, which is what happened to me after my divorce, I swung right into my feminine where I wounded, where I was like, I don't want to do shit. I'm not doing a thing. And I just did nothing with my business. I was total flow. And I was like, oh, la -di -da -di -da. like what's going on? And People, women, when they first wake up to that feeling, it's a, it's addicting because they haven't felt it. They've been overworking, hustling, grinding, proving themselves, right? Uh, not expressing their emotions and then lashing out on people and their partners, right? So when they find their feminine and swing the pendulum, right? Then they, they don't, then they like resist the masculine because they've only seen it as wounding, right? Or like hustle, grunt, they don't want to do that. So women that come into my world, they're like, I just want to be in flow. And like, they don't want, they don't want to talk about clarity or numbers or understanding deadlines. Like that's an empowering place and a healthy place to be with your masculine. And that's what I'm teaching is how can we incorporate both and trust our masculine that, that our masculine is going to be able to provide for us and, and take care of us. And we don't have to fully give all of our power away to an actual man, like our own inner masculine can take care of us so that our inner feminine can can be where you're at and listening to this inner compass and like trusting in that it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm 
Yes. Totally. And, and I also encourage you to reframe that of like, you weren't doing, yes, yes, you were doing, you were doing, you were being, and that's the feminine, right? Like you were being and creating spaciousness for, for life force, for creative energy to flow through you to, to write this book. I mean, that is what the feminine needs is spaciousness to just be. So that is technically like doing that might not look that way to other people that aren't aware of that work, but you did exactly you, you be, you were exactly what you needed to be doing what you needed to do to create this book. So I think that's absolutely beautiful. And I love what you're sharing about being a mother. Cause it's like, it's, it's not bad to be in your masculine. That is beautiful. It's the blend and the awareness of like, okay, I'm stepping into this archetype right, right now. And, or this energy right now. And like bringing awareness to like, thank you, my masculine, like my, my kids have structure and like, and discipline and they can trust mom to like, know that they, that I have their back in, in that way is so empowering. Yes. well then I'm, I'm curious to know also because if you so at least in in my own like experience and, and research. It's like, if you're calling in men that are ungrounded and in their feminine, the there's polarity there. So I'm, I'm wondering, are you actually showing up in your masculine? Because the, re right. So it's like, you're, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and again, this is this is all like evolution for everyone, and like, and it's re it's about really like reflecting and uh, reflection of like, okay, so I notice for me, I'm also very much like I lead with my masculine as multiple business owners for sure. It's like there's nothing wrong with that. I love that. I love the, I get shit done. I'm an action taker. I'm an implementer. I say what I mean. I mean, what I say, I'm in integrity. Like you, what you see is what you get. That's why we vibe. So, and I, I love that. And I notice for myself, okay, when am I softest? When I wake up in the morning, I'm softest. Like that's when I'm in my feminine and I'm like yummy and delicious and like cuddles and play, you know, or, and when I'm ready to play, you know, I'm ready to be in, in, in my sexual energy and my goddess energy. So it, it, that awareness of like, okay, throughout my day, when do I experience my feminine when I'm creating content or when I'm, then I'm like, all right, let me prioritize certain things. Like if I'm going to get my nails done, like that's like a, that's something that brings me joy, right? When I'm eating food and like giving so much gratitude and appreciation and feeling the wealth of my food and like just that energy, that presence, that's what I'm talking about. Like sensuality, it is a very like feminine way of being so when you can bring presents to you, like wearing certain outfits you know putting on jewelry and like not that you need those things but colors carry a specific vibration and anything that like can enhance when you're feeling like just beautiful and feeling good that's you bringing awareness to your feminine energy and there are things that you can do in your business so like beyond some of the masculine things and numbers and you know and just tracking and systems then i'm also like getting, I'm, I'm dancing throughout the day. I dance, I'm, I, you know, I'm, cel I'm celebrating, <laughs> playful, bringing that playful element, that archetype into my day. So it's a level of self, this whole journey of life is a fucking level of self-mastery. Sorry, can we curse on here? Cause I'm cursing. Okay. It's fucking self-mastery, everything. It's, it's fucking self-mastery. The more that you wake up and you want, and you notice certain things and then it's like, okay, I can continue to not do it or be in victim, or I can take some radical responsibility for my life and start making some changes, you know? And I even had this awakening this morning, yesterday, last night. We are so brilliant as humans. We carefully curate these stories because mem a memory is only up to 50% accurate. Joe quoting Joe Dispenza, a memory, your past is only up to 50% accurate only up to, which means it's probably less than, and that means we make it up. We make up the rest of our past. So we as humans carefully curate these beautiful stories that are fucking bullshit that we buy into and that we choose to consciously continue to buy into that. And then we bring that into our future. So I was on this healing journey what, you know, I woke up and I'm like, I'm having this healing journey. You know, I was going, moving through body dysmorphia, disordered, what a distorted view of my body. I then created a story that when I was a little girl, I was very sensitive and my dad would yell at me and why are you crying? You're too sensitive to then because of that, it wasn't safe to be me. And then, and then the way that that manifested, women were not my friend. It was not safe to be friends with women. And then I ran into the arms of men. I created this beautiful, believable believable story to then I, to understand myself so I could heal it. And now I've just been bringing this fucking, this fucked up like telenovela story 
into my life. And I'm like, holy shit. And it's like, it's, but it's like your body's become is addicted to the chemicals that the thoughts and the feelings create. Right. So it's like, yes, let it go. And there's an unraveling process of removing, like it's a withdrawal period, essentially like when you quit coffee, when you quit drinking. Right. So there's this withdrawal process. So anyway, that was a long winded way of like, this is a journey of self-mastery and we get to give ourselves grace we're meaning making machines. Like all we do is create meaning around things. And realistically, we're just souls in a body having human experiences. And then this mind tries to make meaning of all these things. And then we continue to choose our own suffering or victim, or we become empowered and we do things about it. Right. I just went all over the place with that. But Yeah. But excuse me. We have, we have, well, so the, the, what I know is we have 80, we have um, 70,000 thoughts per day, 70,000, 42% of those thoughts are so it's not 40, 42,000 of those thoughts. So we have 70,000 thoughts a day, 42,000 of those thoughts are negative. 90% of those thoughts are from what we had the day before and the day before and the day before. So we are quite literally thinking the same thing. 42,000 of them are negative and then creating feelings around that. We are addicted to these chemicals. We are addicted to our past, right? And we're just reliving it. Let's do it. Let's go there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold 
Oh, inner teenager. Yep. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I have such resonance, like my inner teenager, the more work that I have done and like I focus, uh, I mean, zero to nine years old, that's when your subconscious mind is formed. So a lot of the, and I know that you know this, but if for anyone that's listening, the beliefs we have about ourselves, the world, money, love, relationships, like any, anything is formed during that time. And a lot of them are, it's learned behavior, what we see. So from that age, then the next iteration of that is our inner teenager. And I just like, I, I, I actually, before my, this partnership, I had a, a little bit of a, of a, whatever the situation ship was. And it was my, it was total, my total 14 year old, 15 year old self, me and this kid, he was, it was his 15. I'm like, we're in fucking high school right now. The, what's going on. And, and, and it was that, that situation ship was so addicting more so than my divorce. My divorce was clean, was clean. I'm like, I'm literally like a fucking drug addict right now. I cannot, the withdrawal period, because it was, it was like on my attachment, um, anxious attachment wound, right? It, it was wild. And I was the same way I was, I was watching. I'm like, what can I, I was, I don't even really watch TV, but I needed, I was like chasing something. And, and I actually learned something recently. It's like, I thought I was chasing a dopamine high, but I was avoiding the pain. Instead of chasing the dopamine high, we were avo I was avoiding the pain. I didn't want to sit with myself. I wasn't ready yet. It was such a withdrawal, such a rip, and I wasn't yet ready to sit with myself. So I was doing anything I could to avoid the pain of that, and and then in turn cause myself a lot more turmoil. Instead of because when we sit with it, you know that when you feel it, you fucking heal it more so, you know. But yeah, there's a lot of that going on, going on in, in these relationships, and and bless everyone. Like everyone's doing their best. Everyone's doing their best. You know. But it's it does it's it's a lot it's a lot that goes on in this in this human experience. Yep. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the real the reality is what we resist persists. So if anyone's not willing at some point to sit with yourself, what that does on, a, on an even like a scientific level, that creates disease in the body. When you are holding on to all of these things, it creates disease. The body keeps score. The body remembers when we're not processing emotions, the body feels that. And that's what creates anxiety, depression, cancers, like you name it. So the fact that you're sitting there and you're pro and you're taking the time to process and do the work and not resorting to drugs and alcohol and however someone wants to handle their process is not my place, not my not my business. I also, you know, I used smoking as a coping mechanism during my divorce, but now I I'm, I basically live a life of sobriety now and like that it just it makes it it makes it it's you're you're stronger for it, but it makes it harder because it is easier to just numb out and like watch and do all the things that like I even had this, you know, I was at this place where my body was rejecting coffee and I was breaking out and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't watch TV. Now I can't have the fucking coffee. Give me some vice. Give me something. And, but th that's like, the reality is like the more that you don't attach onto these things and you allow yourself to process, you realize how sensitive you are to those things and, they're, and they're, that they don't serve, you know? So I commend you for that. And for anyone else that's wherever you're on your journey is beautiful and it's all happening for you. Um, but yeah, I can, I can relate to a lot of that. And I also want to like make light of like the more that you not make light, but you know, when you do process, like you be, you come out stronger on the other side, you have a new perspective of life, a new sense of like, at least from, from my own self, self-respect, you know, like that last situation shift in my divorce put me into self-partnership. You know, I went celibate for a year. I chose myself. I started to really do that inner work to really love myself and see that my value beyond the beauty and the looks like really. And so I started to then call in a different caliber man because I was like, I'm not going to settle. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And that's all coming to be cleared out. You know what I mean? The more that you continue to choose yourself and say yes to yourself, like that, that's old, old programming, old conditioning, old beliefs that are coming up that the more you say yes to yourself and no to that, you honor your honor the sacred yes for you and the sacred no. So it's actually beautiful that that's all happening right now. Mm-hmm. Okay.
Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I'm, I'm, I want to like, I'll go into this and honor you, but I really quickly, I just made a story about, I don't even know if you saw my story. I made a story this morning about when you start to take radical responsibility for you, for your life. And you realize that your reality, this external fucking reality game is created by you, your pain, your disease, your suffering. It's all created by you. No one else. You, when you realize that it's fucking hard to sit with that, to sit with your emotions fucking hard. But you know what else is? Disease is hard. Suffering is hard. Chaos and the drama, both are hard. Choose your hard. One will allow you to end up with a more easeful, peaceful, new reflection perspective of life. And the other, well, you know what? The other would have kept you sick. So I just, we're like so right on the same fucking frequency right now. And I commend the fucking shit out of you for having that, for, yeah, for like taking your power back. Right. And like, and just like, you know, we can, we can be quick to blame other people, but no, at how, what I'm hearing from you is like, you didn't feel enough of your own worth and chose potent, a partnership that reflected that until you woke up and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? I'm not choosing myself. And you did something about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too, babe. And like, that's the work that I, that I went through as well. And what I teach women, it's like the more that you learn to choose yourself and choose something different than you're used to. Yes. It's going to feel weird. It's going to feel uncomfortable until it doesn't. Until it doesn't, until you feel more empowered. When you learn how to transmute that, like what I was teaching women was 
taking your this our eros, which is our life force energy. Eros is your life force energy, and you can link that to your sexual energy. Our sexual energy is the most fucking powerful energy that we have for women. It creates life. It, we birth life, create life with our sexual energy. So when you take that back and you're celibate and you develop a practice with your senses and you learn to touch your body, not even through orgasm, just to hold yourself and love yourself and dance with yourself. You turn on your Eidos, you turn on your life force energy. All of a sudden you're walking around, you're wet from you and you're turned on by you. And the dip, you will start to call in other different different caliber of man, different caliber of friendships, new opportunities, you're radiating. That's what the, the reward is of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Fuck yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Right, right. No, right. Totally. One's, you know, something that I used to do, and I will frequently do this as well, is like a body love exercise where I literally go through each body part. And I give thanks and appreciation for what it does for me, my hands. Like without my hands, I wouldn't be able to hold someone, hug someone, hold my food, grab someone's hand, lift weights, giving active appreciation, kissing. I love you. I love you. Thank you. I will kiss myself. I go into my shower and I'll make out with the wall like I used to do when I was a little girl. And I'll make out with the wall and I'll just like hug, like hug, grab my neck and just like love <laughs> this is, but this is it. It's like, it's not, it's not doing a fucking face mask. It's falling in love with yourself, making love to yourself. Fuck mm. oh, yes. 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 
100%. So fucking beautiful. It's so addicting. I love hearing this. I'm lit the fuck up by this. And this is what, you know, women, again, going back to what I said earlier, we've, we're going, we're up against thousands and thousands of years of programming and not, and being treated as property and not understanding like what that what that power is that journey of coming back to yourself so when I hear you I'm like oh my god like I'm fucking obsessed I love what you're saying this is it like like any lady anyone listen anyone doesn't even just be a woman like a man this is it this is the key code learning to deeply love yourself and I will add I was doing all of this everything you're saying when I was self-partnered I was doing all of these things I was in love with life life was in love with me I was having so I was like uh, I'm literally I'm like just wet up from my life like my pussy is just tingling like oh my god of life and then I got, and then I called in my divine partner and then the real work begins. Then the real work begins because it's one thing to be doing it on your own. And then when you're in partnership, holy fuck, I was like, I just like, oh my God. And I don't want to discourage people, but it's like, if you're someone right now that you're self-partnered, meaning like, or single, you're, you're dating yourself, take advantage of this time right now to really get to know yourself, to understand yourself, to love yourself. Because when you do become a vibrational match for your person, that's a whole new level of mirroring back to you where you still are not free. And it's been fucking interesting. Let me tell you. So it's a whole new level of initiation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. It just happens. Hundred percent. I mean. Fuck yeah, totally. That's so beautiful. I'm so proud of you and like honored to be having this conversation with you and, you know, speaking on behalf of like all the women out there, like you're doing the work, babe. Like you are, this is it. This is doing the work and lonely. I mean, the, the feminine, we yearn for the masculine. That's what we, that, that, that's the divine feminine. We do. Yeah, we will. So understanding that like loneliness, all of these feelings we're, we're meant to have this human experience. We're meant to feel those things. You know, I'm not sure exactly where you live, but like potentially maybe looking up like women's groups or like, you know, I know in LA is, is a bigger city, so it's different, but like there were like 
conscious like cuddle puddles where you could just like go and like connect and cuddle with people and but, but it was platonic it was friendly and like that would help a lot of people that just wanted that type of connection and I was fortunate enough to have that in the conscious community of just like friends or sis yeah like women's groups women's circles and if not in person then online it sounds like you have a good network of people but also the journey to that as well with I know for, for a while like I bought into the story that it wasn't safe to be friends with women I was never like a cuddly you know, I didn't play with my friend's hair until, until I did, until I started meeting, the, I started doing the work and the universe started bringing to me women that reflected the work I was doing. So I'm calling in sisters that want like, hold my hand and kiss, give me kisses on the lips and braid my hair. And I'm like cuddling in bed. I'm like, oh my, this is, um, I was getting that nourishment from sisters where I used to run to give, get it from men and lay in bed. Yeah. So like utilizing my sisters, utilize and like being honest about where I'm at. Like, Hey, like I'm feeling this, I'm deeply feeling lonely. Like, can you, can we have like a sleepover? And like what we used to do when you were younger with girlfriends, right. And watch silly movies and braid each other's hair and just be silly and laugh. And that filled that void that I, that I was going to. So if it, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Do it for the plot. Love that. Nothing. You're so, I'm like, you're so, I know that you know that like, you're so good. You're doing all, you're doing, and I don't say not all the right, but you're doing the things. You're doing the things, you're saying yes to the yes, you're doing it for the plot, you're open-minded, trying new things, you're doing the work on yourself, you love being with yourself, you're you're in self-partnership, like you're, for anyone listening, like ladies, again, th this is, and, and gentlemen, this is it, you know? And, and and then it's like, then it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. For my partner, we met on Instagram. You know, he saw me, I was doing all this work. I was, I was actually going on dates with these Australian men in in california they were lovely but they weren't like they're right but and then i connected with this australian on on instagram and we developed our huh right right the universe is like oh here date some australians here and we're gonna connect you with someone he's just on the other side of the world actually right now met on instagram and i got the yes of like go travel go go to australia go to rip up all of what society tells you we dated for 75 days we had never met each other in person and i was like i'm in love with you i'm going and i didn't tell anyone and i just fucking went and here we are and it's so it's like be open how i was like universe i'm open to how it doesn't matter how i don't need the apps i don't care if it's in a supermarket if it's wherever it is like just be open and so you by you honoring the sacred yes and being open having that that curiosity like you're i'm so excited for the plot i'm excited for the story what's what's to come yeah
Yeah. Sure. And also I think like I love, and I'm sure you've done this already, but I know something that was a really beautiful practice for me. And when I was teaching um, dating and relationship coaching, and again, you don't need to take this reflection before if anyone is listening, something that was really helpful for me was like really getting clear on like, what type of, what am I calling it? What do I desire in my partner? Like what, what are the attributes and qualities and things do I want in my partner? And I would write that down. And then I would ask myself, how am I showing up as that? How, because if I desire to have a call in someone that's a vibrational match and I want all of these things in my partner, am I doing these things? Am I actually living the embodiment of what I'm trying to call in? That's how you become a vibrational match for someone. It's like, am I actually, do, right? So I was like, wow, I'm actually out of alignment with this. And like, I'm wanting a man that's, da, 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 but like, I'm not even doing that. So that was one thing that was really helpful for me and like getting, and clarity creates speed. The universe loves clarity, get fucking clear. on certain things, right? Release the how and the when, but also you can get clear on like, give the universe direction on what you want and then start to show up in that way. That was something that was helpful. And then something else that I also did, I journaled every single night for, I don't know, maybe a, a couple of months, every man that I ever came into encounter, uh, an encounter with, maybe right before my marriage and then onward, I listed out what I appreciated about them, even if they hurt me. Even if, even if it ended terribly, what did I appreciate about that man? Because what you appreciate, appreciates. It adds value to. You start to rewire, instead of thinking they hurt me, what, what, did, what was good? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it's again, I think um, Abraham Hicks says it, it's the rampage of appreciation. When you start to appreciate, 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 that's actually appreciation is the highest frequency you can be in over gratitude because gratitude is almost the implication is um, I don't have it. But when you appreciate, you already have it. You already have what you appreciate. So when you start to get into this rampage of like, what is it that I appreciate? So I would start, even I had a man at a supermarket asked, oh, do you need help 
bringing your, your groceries to the car. I would journal about it. Oh, this, the, the guy, at the coffee shop gave me a discount. I would journal about it. Just what do I appreciate about the masculine? Because when we start to say, I can't, what do most women say? There are no, um, there are no single guys out there. There are no conscious men out there. There are no good guys out there. They're all fuck boys. That's not the energy. That's not what we want because we keep calling subconsciously more of that in. Start to rewrite your story about the masculine or the feminine. If, again, if you're a man, anyone, if wherever you identify with, start to rewrite re, uh, your story that you're telling yourself and start to appreciate. And that's going to just shift your perspective on life. And you'll be so surprised at what you start to call in from that space. I know. <laughs> you give the people a chance to breathe and let them yeah, process. Yeah. Mm 
Yeah. I'm excited for your journey with that because really the, the, the essence of the divine feminine is to receive or meant to receive. So that's going to unlock a whole new level for you. Once that, once you start to like really change that, that bring aware, you're bringing awareness to, it, which is fucking beautiful. You're speaking truth to it. And that's healing in and of itself. And then, yeah. 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 Mm Mm. Mm. well it sounds like the father like then that that journey of like the father wound healing because if you're calling in masculine that are you know in that way so that's that's the work for sure that's the work Y'all, there is so many fucking layers. Here's the good the good news. The good news is that the healing journey never ends. Here's the bad news. The healing journey never ends. We're all, we're all going to die with trauma. We're all going to die with story. You know, might as well choose your fucking story and live your life and still do the things that light you up because you're all going to have, there's always going to be something to heal. You know what I mean? Right. Totally. So, and I think at this point in my journey, I'm like, okay, what are the things that, because if I really choose to heal everything, I'm going to be here for a while. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going to be a, a long fucking road. So I decided to prioritize and actually my mentor made a post about it. And I was like, Whoa, I just decided to prioritize what's really important for me at this, at this stage of my life to work on and to, to, to self and to master. And that's like my business and the people that I want to help the impact that I want to make. And it's my partnership. And my relationship with myself, you know what I mean? Like those are the three things that like I prioritize and any, anything else at, it will maybe come down later down the road or like, it's just, it's just not like I, it's just not a, a priority to me in, in my life right now, because if I take everything on, then I'm freaking the fuck out. Right. And then that, that's not, that's not a life that you want to live. So I would, my recommendation would be get reflective, contemplate, like where are areas of my life that I know that, that I really, that, and you'll know, you'll know right away all, and anyone will know what are the areas right now that are, that are like taking up a lot of mental real estate where I get to like sit with myself and do some work on prioritize two or three of them. And like, and then go and go live your life and go live your life. Like what is most important to you in your life right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. And appreciate, appreciate, start appreciating things, what you appreciate.
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is fucking gorgeous the masculine showing up for you like that Release the how, release the how and the who it needs to come from. It's still fucking coming. And, and it's the the man, the men that we think that we're calling it, it's not even going to be that. So it's like, the how, that's act, that is rampage of appreciation. That is so beautiful. That And giving on, honoring the masculine for showing up for you in that space, seeing you and wanting to provide for you in that way. That's what this is. That's what you desire. Yeah. Yes. And also I want to wrap it up with that too. It's like, you are worthy of your desires just because you are, just because you're here, just because you're breathing. Your soul came into this body to have this experience. You are worthy, whatever your desire is, whether it be partnership or a fucking Ferrari, no desire is better than another. God wants God and the universe has your back and whatever your desire is, you can get it because you're fucking here because you're breathing. Just release that how you think it needs to look, right? <laughs> if you're still with us here, yes. <laughs> okay, so you can find me on Instagram, Tybala, T-A-I-B-A-L-A, Tybala dot rosner r-o-s-n-e-r that's my tiktok as well but i'm really on i'm on instagram tybala dot rosner and yeah come say hi let's chill let's talk whatever if anything came up for you if i trigger the fuck out of you you're welcome i love it and yeah and if you got some like golden nuggets some key codes like this isn't just about like passively listening it is also about implementing taking action Yes. Yes, thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you for showing up today. I appreciate you being here in this space with me. If you are into this episode or you really dig the podcast, I would be so grateful for your five-star review on here, as well as sharing this episode or podcast with your crew. If it resonates at all, that would mean the world to me. Also, here is an invitation to hang out with me on Instagram. Brittany Vysinski. You can chat with me here anytime. I would love to connect with you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. Until next time.